0: Welcome back to A Brothers Got Next, D. It's been a minute, man. We took a little Christmas week break, but we're back at it. Episode thirty-eight. How you doing, man?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, it has been a minute. Yeah, like right. two weeks off. You know what I mean? Yeah, we took a little hiatus, you know, for Christmas. Um, doing this right before the year ends. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah, i was just ready to get twenty twenty out of here. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, trying to you know, 2020 was man, what a year it was, you know. Um, And I feel like it was kind of broken down into different parts. You know, you had the beginning of the year with the tragic Kobe news, Mm -hmm. and you know, early early parts of the 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 early you know, I'm I'm sorry, late parts of the winter when the pandemic started. Then you had you know the George Floyd situation,
1: right? Right. Kind
0: of sports coming back slowly the nba bubble then you had the election and now we're here it's it's been one of the most memorable um year of our lives
1: for sure oh yeah without a doubt without a doubt but yeah i think you're right it was it was broken into like kind of parts um Mm. yeah i mean some i obviously not everything was was bad i would say for mostly it was bad but you know obviously the election you know seemed like the people had spoken and you know we got what we wanted, you know what I mean, for the most part. I'm sure some people are upset or whatever, but I think, you know, obviously a lot of people are happy with the election. Um, but, yeah, man, we're still pretty much in the pandemic. Um, and, you know, still a lot of people suffering out there, you know, yeah. with jobs and, you know, people not having food can't, you know, um, pay their rent. So it's still a lot of bad things going on. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I when I look back at 2020, I think I'm going to be like, yeah, it was... Probably one of the right. I mean, obviously, it's, it's a year we'll never forget, but mostly negative for me. You know what I mean? And um, you know, like I said, the only positive to me was, you know, obviously the election. You know, as far as I'm concerned, you know what I mean. But other than that, it was kind of like a, you know, wasn't wasn't a a great positive memorable year.
0: No, it wasn't. I think one of the great things though for us personally is our podcast. Man, we we what it was our full, first full calendar year doing it.
1: And, oh yeah, uh, yeah, we got yeah, we
0: have yeah. more listeners than we've ever had. A lot of great feedback. I should remind our our listeners too, man. We always we we need we need more reviews out there. So when you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, just leave a little five star review for your boys. You know, It'll, every every <laughs>
1: every that helps. You know, so right, right. yeah, that, we would nah, that's, that. yeah no. I definitely I definitely uh, agree with you on that. I mean, probably, but I would say beside. I mean, obviously, yeah. Putting the election aside, yeah. Personally, yeah. The, the podcast has probably been, you know, the brightest spot, you know, of this year from, for me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Getting to do this with you and right. Doing this, you know, to have one year down and kind of where we started to where it is now and the guests we've had and just the growth and just the, the content. And I've seen how we've developed it. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I think we're headed in the right direction, you know, in a positive direction. So, you know, I think it's only to get better and, it's only, you know, we can only go up, you know what I mean? So that's that's one thing I will agree with.
0: Yeah, you know, I think I, I've i grown a lot this year uh, on a personal level because, you know, being quarantined was so unexpected. And I, I, I really had a chance to spend a lot of time uh, with Maya, my girlfriend Maya, who... You know, I didn't anticipate having this. I didn't anticipate spending this much time with her until potentially the future when we were married or something. So it's almost, it almost feels like I got a head start on that. So that, right. if there's one positive I could take out of the quarantine, it would probably mm-hmm. be that we got to really get to know each other better. So that was cool.
1: No doubt. Yeah. And then, you know, me and my wife, I feel like we kind of reconnected. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. you, you know when we get married things are kind of very procedural and very like, you know, um, you have a routine and everything, but right. Being in the quarantine and being around each other more, um, we kind of like reconnected and it's kind of, you're, you're, you're learning about the person all over again and then kind of spending more time with them, you, you, you start to learn more and kind of, um, you have a different perspective on the whole relationship. You know what I mean? Um, You know, obviously, you know, with marriage, you go through your ups and downs. But this year, like you said, like when you're even when, you know, even when you're married, you don't spend as much time with your your significant other because you're mostly at work. You know what I mean? You're working and, you know, you only really see them on the weekends and hang out. And, you know, when you come home. But obviously with this, you're you're around them all the time. And I know for some people that could be a bad thing, um, but I thought for me it was good just to kind of you know, uh reconnect and put everything in perspective and kinda you know kinda learn each other again. You know what I mean? So I think that was also a positive for me as well.
0: No doubt. No doubt. Well before we get we dig deep into this podcast, it's it's gonna be a fun episode. We're gonna do our best of twenty twenty and maybe sprinkle in our worst of twenty twenty as well. <laughs> it's gonna be a list that we <laughs> a list that we well it's a list that we've put together. So I'm looking forward to getting to that. But before we get started man. You know, you were mentioning earlier that we've been on a little hiatus. How was your Christmas? How you know were you were you um, were you happy to, with the gifts that you got? What what
1: how, how was your Christmas, man? Yeah, Christmas was good. You know, it's funny. Like with, with it's as um as far as the gifts, it was a lot of the gifts that I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. um you know courtesy of my wife i got stuff that i was like oh she got me a lot of stuff i needed and i love her and appreciate her for that but yeah, it was a lot of stuff i didn't expect to get that i got and you know obviously you always blessed when that happens um but yeah i was pretty i was happy with the gifts i got um as far as christmas as a whole obviously it's been different it's, it was different for everybody this year you know um we just spent time with my, my dad and my stepmom and hers and my stepmom's sister Um, so it wasn't, you know, a big thing. It was just like five of us and, um, yeah, we spent, we all spent time together at my dad's house and, um, yeah, that was pretty much it. That was Christmas day, you know? So, um, but yeah, for the most part, man, I I actually enjoyed Christmas this year. It was different because, you know, like woke up Christmas morning, me and the wife, you know, uh, we, um, you know, made breakfast together. Then we, um, you know, opened gifts Mm -hmm. and everything and, um. Yeah, I think, you know, I think she was happy with her gifts. I was happy with mine. And yeah, it was overall, it's actually one of the best Christmases I've had, you know. Um, Not to say like the other ones haven't been, you know, good. Last year was great, (laughs) depending on my in laws. Yeah, I don't want to make people think like, oh, I've had bad Christmases, but no, this is one of the best. And even though it was under, you know, different circumstances, you know, it's not, it wasn't the norm or the usual. It actually was pretty good, you know. and I didn't think, you know, it's funny because I was like, I'm so used to being around, you know, fam, a lot of family or friends, you know, people coming over or you go over to somebody's house, but obviously you can't do that this year. But um, yeah, overall it was it was it was great, man. It was a it was a good day, you know. That's um, good to hear. Yeah, same yeah. here,
0: man. And it was good to see you and the wife for friends get uh, friends get friends. Yeah, that was, I was the week sack. before.
1: <laughs> friends miss. Yeah,
0: that was cool, man. It was good to kind of link up with y'all. Small gathering, just. Right. Sip a
1: little bit, have some good grub, and just some. some did you, did you uh, did you tell the audience, did you like your gift
0: from you or in or my gifts in general?
1: Yeah, from me, yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, man, I appreciate it. The homie D hooked me up with some, some fresh Steeler steelers socks. It's gonna be my playoffs, my lucky playoff
1: socks.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm not the most superstitious dude in the world, but you know, that that's gonna be what's gonna get us to that AFC. You title. Been
1: wearing the uh, the, the face mask obviously because you can wear that every day.
0: No, I still have my other face masks that I'm wearing, so I haven't popped those out yet. But those okay. are uh, those are gotcha. definitely
1: going to debut soon. So I'm like, gotcha. I'll yeah, and obviously Bob got me some uh, Jordan shorts. You know,
0: well, according to your wife,
1: they're hers. They're not yours. So yeah, well, that's yeah. We we and we we stopped that when you left <laughs> when the day after. So uh, yeah, no, they're they're my shorts, and uh, you know, it's funny. One of uh, my shout out to our boy Alan, who's been on the show. His his wife also said. Yeah, the Ellie's, too. I had to tell her, yeah, she has to stop that. Yeah, so,
0: nah, they got to chill out.
1: That's yeah, true. exactly. But, um, yeah, nah, man, it was a, I, I appreciated the gift. You know, obviously, you know how much I love Jordan and just the Jordan brand as as a whole. So, yeah, nah, those definitely, I, I probably, obviously, because it's cold out now, I won't be wearing them anytime soon. But, you know, come spring, summer, yeah, they'll definitely be pulled out, you know, and, and worn. You can even just wear those around the crib, too. It's yeah, I know. I know. It's funny because that's what Ellie was like. Oh, are you just gonna wear? I'm like nah, because I want to wear those like with like a like a fit. You know what I mean? Like I have okay. I actually have like some like George I want to wear with like a whole. Yeah, I want to like go out in them. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. I got you. So
1: I was like, yeah, I'll probably pull them out. Like I said, springtime or or uh, you know, early summer
0: okay okay that's good man well let's get started as i was mentioning earlier this is our year in review episode you know this is the the 2020 awards all right i'm going to give you a couple of categories and we'll go through we've talked about some of these on the show already but we're going to review them once again and kind of talk about what we liked and didn't like throughout this year so let's get started man i want you to give me your favorite tv series that you watched specifically over the quarantine favorite tv series
1: you know what this was a tough one because there was a lot it was a lot of shows i liked and obviously sh- there was there was shows I've-, I've you know i've been watching for other you know past seasons you know um but the one show that stuck out to me and i think i even kind of put you on to it, I- when i came over to your crib i played you an episode was the ted lasso with uh, Jason Sudeikis. Uh, oh, yeah, that's, that's a good show. Apple funny. Plus. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, because that, that was obviously a new show. You know, that was, this was the first season. I really, really liked that show. I thought that show... I mean, obviously, Jason Sudeikis is, is hilarious. He's funny. Um, so for people that don't know about the show, um, the premise is of basically... Uh, Jason Sudeikis is, is this guy named Ted Lasso who was a football, college football coach, and he gets hired as a soccer coach <laughs> to go over to England to coach and they're in the Premier League. So the whole the whole concept came about because last year and I think I I showed you this quab um they did a promo cuz um the Premier League's on NBC. So NBC did a promo and pretty much about the Premier League and Jason Dakis was this guy named Ted Lasso who comes from America. To coach soccer, but he knows nothing about the game. He's a football coach. Yeah. So it really started from that concept. It was like a a a, prom- a promotion, and then I think people love that promo so much, you know, they ended up the concept ended up turning into a show. But the show is great, man, because it's it's not just funny, but it, you know, obviously it has it gets it can get serious. It has this you know, it's emotional and drama kind of uh things that happen in there. But uh I mean, overall, it's a comedy, and you know, it's no studio audience. It's, it's you know, it's just, um, and the, the whole, the whole thing is shot in England. So for the most part, I think it's only like two, there's probably like four American actors. And I mean, Jason Vegas is one of them, but the rest are all from, you know, England. So, uh, London. And, um, yeah, obviously the show is, is, is centered around him being the coach of the soccer team who's in the premier league. Uh, and I think they're a real team. I think that team is like a real team. And I don't, I don't, I'm not, gonna lie, I don't going to really watch soccer a lot, so I don't know much about it, but, um, I think that's a real team that he's like coaching that they're, that the premise is off of. But yeah, man, I thought it was a great show. It was 10 episodes. Now it is on Apple plus. So uh, and I know a lot of people don't really have Apple plus. If you don't have Apple TV or Apple TV, I think it's called Apple TV plus, you know, you're not able to see it, but um, if you do, I definitely would recommend that show. It's, it's, it's a great show. Um, Mm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm definitely, I hope, I hope there's another season, obviously with COVID and stuff going on, who knows? And, um, you know, he he had talked about, you know, because I think they shot all the episodes um, in 2019. So that's when it, it premiered in 2020. But, um, yeah, I hope there's a second season. I thought it was great. I think it got really good reviews, too. I mean, as far as like, as you know, as the show as a whole. So, yeah, man, that was probably my favorite show to watch during the quarantine. And it, it, and it wasn't an hour long. It's, you know, every episode is 30 minutes. You know, it's like a pretty much like a sitcom kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I, I really like that show.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, I watched a couple of episodes with you here, and I, I did think it was pretty funny. It's a show that I definitely want to get back on, and Jay, uh, right. he's a funny dude, too, Sudeikis, so... Yeah, very underrated to yeah, me. Like, he's I, you a know, funny it's funny, guy.
1: like, I always liked him on SNL, um, and it's funny, when he left, I feel like, you know, and, and I, a lot of his movies that he's been in, I've actually liked, like, you know, Horrible Bosses, um... I, you know, a lot of people didn't like this movie. I actually liked Where the Millers. I, I haven't seen that
0: one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, but I, I actually think he's he's funny. You know what I mean? I, I mean, he's not like a stand up kind of funny, but he, I think he's very good when it comes to like, you know, being in movies or shows. Like, yeah, and you know, like I said, he was great on SNL. So I, I'm, I'm, ai am a, a Sedakis fan. So yeah. Um but like I said, yeah, if people have Apple TV Plus, you know, and can watch it, I definitely recommend it.
0: Cool. So there were two shows that stood out for me. One I know that you've watched, and the other I'm not sure. But Lovecraft Country for me, the whole HBO yes. was a phenomenal show. Really well acted.
1: Oh yeah. Emerging
0: star in Jonathan Majors.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, if
0: you've seen uh The Last Black Man in San for- uh, in San Francisco, kind of an independent movie, a lot of people haven't seen, but that was the first time I had seen any of his work and i'm like man this this dude is really talented so lovecraft country man he just really really shows off his he's also in that movie
1: this. the five bloods i think it's I on have Netflix. Seen that one yeah yeah that's the that first one. time i ever saw him actually mm-hmm. myself because i never saw the show you're talking about but i saw him in. That's a in movie the, the
0: one i'm talking about is a movie yeah.
1: it's a movie okay right so the, the five bloods yeah that's the first time i ever saw him before the lovecraft country
0: yeah, so The Last Black Man in San Francisco is an independent movie that came out actually in 2019 that he got a lot of praise for. So okay. it was good to kind of see him in a leading role. And of course, uh, Journey Smollett. Is, oh, yeah, I'm a fan. I've been a fan of hers for a while. Yeah, she's been acting since she was a kid. Right, so, right. You know, I, I was listening to a podcast with her and Jamel Hill, and she was saying, Jamel Hill was asking her, like, How, do you, how does it feel when people say you're a breakout star when you've been acting since you were like six or like pretty much since you were a kid, like in diapers, right, human acting. Right, right. like how are you a breakout star when you've been in the industry longer than a lot of, you know, a lot of people that are out today. So I thought that was interesting. But that was a great show. Um, it's based off of a, of, a, of a book. It You really have to focus on the plot. It's not one of those shows you can just have on in the background. You really got to sit down and watch it and probably even watch an episode twice because it can it can be a bit. A bit convoluted if you don't pay
1: attention. But that yeah. was a
0: great show. Another HBO show that I really enjoy was with Anna
1: Kendrick called Love Life. Have you seen that one? I not, have not. Yeah, I know you've told me about it, but I have not watched it.
0: Yeah, that was a really good show. I wasn't sure how I would like it because I, I like Anna Kendrick, but I feel like she kind of plays the same person in a lot of her movies.
1: Yeah, I agree with you on
0: yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> She's like
1: that quirky friend. Very quirky. That, you know... Yeah,
0: very, very likable all the time. Very quirky. Right. But I think in this show it, it shows a lot of range. Like it, the the show kind of transforms as it goes on. You know, it starts off very funny, kind of silly. Then it gets really serious, and you start to realize that wow, I've I've been in a lot of situations like this in my dating life. And the show takes place in New York City, so I that, that I w- I was able to relate on that level as well. But that's a great show to watch with the with the with your your partner, even if you're watching it solo. That was really good. So those those would be my two standout. Uh, shows that I watched during the quarantine
1: yeah love country I was actually gonna put that in there but um it's it's funny because I was like well he may have that mm-hmm. and I know you I know you haven't really watched the Ted lasso show but yeah nah so that's why I, I, I went with Ted lasso so
0: okay okay cool yeah. what about your favorite movie that you've watched in 2020
1: so I know this, I know this is probably gonna be like people be like damn it just came out but I, I I can't believe I'm saying this I just watched this like a couple days ago but um soul um, the new movie with, uh, Jamie Foxx, mm-hmm. uh, the, Pixar, Pixar, Disney, yeah. the Disney movie. Yeah, man. Um, it's a heavy movie, man. Like, you know, obviously look, you know, when you, when you look at it, you think, oh, okay, it's Disney. It's a little kid's movie, but there's a lot of life lessons in that movie, man. And I ain't going to lie. Like you get a little choked up. I was watching it and it was a, lo- a lot of emotional situations where that like, stuff he's going through, like, you know, just personally I could relate to, you know what I mean? And, um, obviously i mean he's a he's a he's a um music teacher he's a jazz musician uh, you know musicianist but he also is a um he's a music teacher um i don't want to give you know too much away cuz if you guys i know a lot of people have disney plus you can watch it on disney plus um it's streaming on disney plus right now but um yeah man i, I really like the movie um it's funny i was talking to our boy eagle about it over um over text and um you know he really sh he really loved it too he was just like man it was like a real heavy movie, and it, for that, for a Disney movie to be that way, it was, it was kind of surprising, but, you think you know, so?
0: I, I think Disney movies have kind of done that for a while. Um You talk you think, about, you yeah, mm-hmm. even if it starts with The Lion King, there are a lot of emotional scenes in there when, when his dad died, and if you watch, um you know, movies like, uh, uh I haven't seen a ton, but a lot of these Pixar movies are
1: pretty... Even, like, Toy, the Toy
0: Story movies have some pretty emotional parts to those as well.
1: Yeah, see, I haven't... So, that's the thing. With Toy Story, I have, I've only seen, I think, the first and second one. I haven't seen all of them. I know it's, like, four of them, right? Four or five of them.
0: I haven't seen the third one. The fourth one, but yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I haven't seen the third or fourth one. So, I mean, yes, it, it, they were, but, I, I, like, this movie is, is is to me... I And, and I, I kind of agree with you with The Lion King. Um... This one to me is just more like the if you, the realism of it. Not to say like Lion King wasn't real, because I mean obviously look, we can sit here and argue that if if, if animals talk and all that, but yeah. Um, yeah, this one is just to me like, and obviously look, obviously I'm I'm a big fan of being supporter because it's it's African American, you know what I mean. It's centered around an African American guy, um, you know what I mean, and like I said, it's just more, it's 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 just real to me because it's like I said, it's about a, a real person and about. I, I, I Like I said, I don't want to give it too much away, but it's just like I think a lot of people can relate to a lot of things he was going through and what's going on when, when it comes to like how you see your career, your future and how you deal with, you know, family and relationships and what goals are. Like, I think that's what me and Eagle were kind of talking about, like when we were texting each other. It was just more in that kind of realm. Um, yeah, man, like I said, and to me, it was just how it was done, how they how they presented it. It was just very well presented and how they did everything. So, yeah, I think that's probably the best movie I've seen, you know, in 2020, even though it's obviously toward the end of 2020 and I just saw it. But I would have to say of all the movies I've seen, especially new movies that I've seen this year, that has that's probably my number one.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought that was good. I watched it a few nights ago. OK, and you can take so many different messages
1: from it. And I always appreciate. And that's what it. I was going to say. I like that, too. Right.
0: Yeah, you know, um, it, it, it's really interesting when, you know, and I won't give away too much of the plot, but when, when somebody sees your life from their perspective, it's very interesting how they view things and vice versa. When, you, when you're in somebody else's shoes and you see things from a certain perspective, it really puts, puts things in, a, you know, it really puts you in an interesting situation. So I just thought the movie was very creative and you know, Pixar movies now just aren't for kids. Like, there's a lot of you know life lessons you learn from these movies. You know, um, you know we were talking about how emotional it was. I remember watching the movie Up. I don't know if you've seen Up that came out. No, um, I've
1: never seen it. Yeah, I've heard it's great though. Yeah,
0: that's a good one. And uh, it, it's the first ten minutes of the movie are super emotional. You know, right? Um, so yeah, those movies really know how to tug at your heartstrings, man. They really do. Yeah,
1: because, like, when I was watching it, I'm just like, man, this is, this is like, I don't know if a kid can understand really that, what, what's going on. Like, yeah, I mean, they're looking at it, and, like, you know, obviously, you saw some of the parts when, like I said, not to get too much away, where, yeah, you know, he's having a little, you know, he's having a little fun and adventures, and, you know, they're going through kind of stuff, but I was like, okay, a kid could probably like that part, but I'm like, like you said, like just the different message you could take from it, and the overall theme, and then like just, especially when they, when they were like when he was like, you know, the actual person and all that kind of stuff. It was, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just in my mind, I'm just like, I don't know how a kid could really comprehend that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I think, I think that this that movie and it to me how it was made, it was more for us, more for adults. You know what I mean? Now, like I said. Obviously, you, you know it's it's a Disney movie, so kids can watch it. But when I'm watching that movie, I'm just like, yeah, this is not for kids. You That's I me. Mean?
0: Yep, yep. Yeah. Okay. So.
1: Okay. So that was a good one. You know, yeah. my
0: favorite movie of the year is very similar to yours, as far as I just kind of watched it recently, and this movie, Sylvie's Love. I told you. About. Oh
1: yeah, I have to watch that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it stars Tessa Thompson. We know her. She's she's been in a lot of. A lot mm-hmm. of movies he's pretty popular but I think the surprise with all my our NFL listeners out there is Namdi Asamoah is the co-star of the movie and you know
1: yeah I actually wasn't surprised but I think I told you that from a personal level why I wasn't surprised that he was in the movie no, no. That I think you were saying how good of an actor he was. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's. I mean, I know. His yeah, wife I wasn't surprised. Actress, but yeah,
1: but I know. Yeah, that yeah, he's
0: Kind of um dabbled a little bit in in the in the entertainment industry, but
1: um he's kind of more than dabbled.
0: I guess you're right. Yeah, I guess you're right. Guess yeah, because he's, he's been out of football for about eight, six, seven years now. Probably. Yeah, he's more he's
1: than dabbled. He's been on Broadway. He's mm-hmm. been on. You know, he's been in some other films. I mean, he. So I. I, the only thing I can say personally is I I saw him in a Soldier Story, which was uh on what well, was kind of off Broadway. Um, so me and my wife, my dad, and my stepmom, we went to go see a Soldier a Soldier Story, and he was you know he was in it okay. and um, yeah he was very good in that. Um, there's another movie I can't think of the name, but it's it's based on a true story that he's in, and um it was really good. I, I watched it about a year year or two ago. Um, I just have to figure out what the name of it was. But he was actually really good in that too. So yeah, he's actually a good actor. I mean, he's like I said, he's more than a dabbler. Like I think he's like you're gonna hear his name a lot, you know, in the next coming years. You know, obviously he's not that old either. I mean he's only well, I think he's a little older than us. Yeah, he's so probably he's, his,
0: he's like in his late thirties. Yeah.
1: Late thirties, early forties, yeah. I think that's somebody you're gonna hear about, you know, in films a lot and Obviously, like you said, for RNF listeners, you're gonna be like, wow, that's Namdi, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So the movie is know, an but... yeah,
0: it's an Amazon original. Um, so it came out a few days before Christmas and it follows, you know, Tessa Thompson. It's a nineteen fifties Harlem. She works in her dad's record shop and Namdi Asamoa is an aspiring saxophonist. And they meet and they fall in love, but there is, you know, there's always complications with love stories and it right, follows right. them over a few years and how they their lives kind of intertwine and some of the challenges that they deal with, but it's just so well acted. And the music, the, the music score is perfect. It's a great movie to watch with a significant other loved it. Highly recommend it. Sylvie's love mm-hmm. Amazon original. Check it out. So that was my favorite movie this year.
1: Yeah, that's what, yeah, no, I'm definitely, I definitely got to watch it because I know you told me about it, you know, the other day yeah. and I've, I've seen like the trailer and I saw like, you know, the, uh, You know the advertisement for Mm -hmm. it, so and I'm a Tessa Thompson fan, so I'm definitely you know I'm definitely gonna uh check it out.
0: Yeah, and it was the movie got really great reviews. The LA Times gave it a score a meta meta score of 100. The New York Times 90. So it's critically acclaimed as well. So yeah, definitely check that one out. Recommend it to all of our all of our listeners. All right, D. So here's where we're gonna get into our nitty gritty because we talk about this a lot on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious. Your favorite rap album of 2020 is what?
1: This is tough. Yeah, this is tough because yeah. there's a lot. Obviously, I've, you know, as we talked on uh, previous podcasts, that you know, you always had me in the beginning of the show, you know, put you on, put you guys on to the new music and what's what's hot and what's not. You know what I mean? Um, but this was this was tough because I thought I, I, I felt like I heard a lot of good albums this year, but the one I would say that stuck out the most to me, and that I probably had in most in rotation had to be the Benny the Butcher, The Burden of Proof. Man, I, I have to say that was probably my favorite album of 2020, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners who, you know, like our boy Eric, who's been on our show, who's a big, um you know, fan of fan of Benny and the whole, you know, uh, Griselda movement, you know, Conway the Machine, um you know, that whole movement, man. Like I said, because Conway the Machine's album was great too. I, I was almost like, damn, like trying to go back and forth, like, okay, is it Benny or, or Conway the Machine? Um, why am I blanking on the other guy's name? But uh, is the the other uh, Conway the Machine's brother? His he also had an album. Um, I don't know why I'm blanking on his name right now. I'm having one of those senior That's moments, all good. and I'm, it's all good. I'm blanking on his name. But uh, yeah, man, I just thought I just thought the album from from top to bottom, it's it's really not a lot of skippers. And yo, man, he can flow. He can rap. I mean, he he sounds. It's almost like their whole thing is like it's 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 like old school hip hop. Like when you listen to him or Conway, um, and the whole Griselda movement. Like you, it's almost like you're hearing like '90s hip hop. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, take, it kind of takes you back to that level. And you know, like I know they 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 compared a lot to Wu Tang, um, because they give you that kind of Wu Tang feel, but um. Yeah, man, I I love that album. I I know I don't know if you've listened to it yet because I know I I kept telling you like to listen to it. I was like, man, you need to listen to, uh, you know that Benny Benny the Butcher uh, album. But um, oh, the other guy's name is Westside Gun. So yeah, Westside Gun. He's his album was also good too. Like like they, those are probably three of my favorite albums you know of this year. But I think out of the three, Benny the Butchers was the best um he's just spitting some real stuff on there and uh yeah man i think i think to me that was the best just album of 2020 of, of like any genre i heard this year like that's my favorite i would if you know if i had to give it you know the like five mic or you know album of the year that you know as our boy Carson, says i want to hear um <laughs> I, it would be it would be benny the butcher burden approved.
0: Yeah, I'm actually a little disappointed that I haven't talked to you about that album because it's also my favorite rap album of the year.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, because okay. you, you
0: told me to listen to it. And when I finally got to it, I couldn't stop listening. You know, I feel yeah. like from the beginning, from track one up until I believe there's about yeah, 12, man. 13 tracks on there. But whether it's the production, the flow, it's it's an awesome rap album, man. Benny the Butcher. I w- I'm, I'm Shout out to the homie Eric. And, of course, you who kind of put me on that album. Uh,
1: and, and Alan. Alan's... Alan actually put us on, too. Yeah. yeah. I remember, Alan, we had him on the show. He was talking about him. So I got I to thank the homie Alan as well, man. Yeah, him, him and Eric were the two major ones. They were on it before us. So, um, yeah, shout out to them.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a phenomenal album, man. I'm very impressed. And, like, it, it goes to show you that, you know, there's still some really good rap music out there. You know, there's still a lot of up-and-coming artists. And the funny thing that is that they're they're
1: not, they're not they're not young guys cuz they're about our age or maybe I think they're like a year or two older than us mm-hmm. so they're not young but they're they, still they, up and they, coming they're new guys They yeah. are right exactly they just kind of got a late start but you're right exactly
0: Yeah that was a good one so I agree that's also my favorite rap album right Now I hate to do this but we also have to talk about our most disappointing I got a few candidates here what's your most disappointing rap album
1: Okay, so I don't know if you've heard of this dude. Um, so my most disappointing album was this. Uh, uh was ADHD, but it, it goes from an artist named Jordan Lucas. I don't know if you've ever yeah, heard. of, of him. I, I think I've heard of him. Lucas.
0: He was on Eminem's album. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course.
1: Yeah. Of so course. I, I like a lot of his like songs, like singles or like songs we I I would just hear sporadically. I was like, yo, this dude is dope. I thought he oh, was, he's you know, great and,
0: lyricist. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So when I went to go listen to his his album. Um, you know, like the one I'm talking about, ADHD, I was just really disappointed, man. I I I just thought, like, it wasn't like the stuff I heard from him, like I said, sporadically, like, you know, the song I'm Not Racist or the song where he, um, t- you know, uh, it's called Will Smith, where he pretty much talked about Will Smith being his hero. Like, those were two dope songs I heard. And I'm like, okay, so... I went to go listen to his album because I was like, all right, I've never heard this dude's album before. So I was like, let me put his album on and see, you know, what he's talking about. But the albums were not like what I thought, you know, those previous songs I mentioned were going to be. So I thought that was like my, the most disappointing probably album I heard this year. You know what I mean? As far as like from top to bottom. And, and like I said, because I liked the dude and, you know, I was kind of put on to him by my wife, Ellie, um, last year because like i said i would you know she put me on some songs i'm like yeah this dude sounds kind of dope you know what i'm saying i'm like okay um but i still had never heard an album from him so yeah man i would say for right right now like yeah i mean as of you know yeah like from what i've heard this year he's probably the most disappointing album i've heard you know in 2020.
0: yeah Jordan lucas um he was on eminem's kamikaze album.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Which that's I actually right, yeah. thought
0: was a pretty good album. I don't know if a lot of people gave that one a chance. Because, you know, Eminem's a little hit or miss these days. So. Yeah,
1: he's missed with me. But, you know, you already know me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no, but of
1: course, I'm very familiar with Joyner, uh, Joyner Lucas.
0: Very talented dude. Um, Disappointing that that album wasn't great. I think sometimes when these guys have these these it was a studio debut album cuz I know he's had a couple of mixtapes. Right, right, right,
1: right, I don't, right. no, I, mean, I don't,
0: I'm not I'm not I'm not a huge fan of when these guys have these debut albums and they just have too many like people featuring on it. I I kind of want to just hear you. you know? right,
1: right, right,
0: right. Uh, real quick before I give you my most disappointing, I'm surprised you didn't mention I know you loved Logic's last album. I don't know. That was yeah, like well, I liked it. yeah, I like yeah, yeah, no liked pressure, it. yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I, I, to be honest, that was actually one of my favorites of 2020. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I was definitely not going to have him as my most. No, nah, that was not disappointing at all. I mean, I guess to other people that don't like Logic, that's fine. You know, you can have your opinion about him. But... No, I'm
0: sorry. I meant, I meant, that's why I said going back real quick, I'm surprised I didn't hear him when you talk oh, about Logic. Oh, yeah, no, I love Logic's album. Yeah. Like, yeah,
1: I just thought the Benny the Butcher, and for him being, like you said, that up and coming artist, obviously, people know who Logic is. People, you know what I mean. They, they, you know, obviously, logic has his fans, and he has his people that don't like him, and that's fine. Um, but I just thought for for a debut album, and like you said, an up and coming artist, and like I said, the whole Griselda movement. I just thought Benny the Butcher had the, you know, this his album was that album this year. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. They kind of put it, kind of put everybody on notice, like you said, that there's still good hip hop. There's still real, real MCing out here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't be out here doing this, you know, stupid mumble rapping, little baby, you know, all this kind of young thug crap. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, yo, I'm a real rapper. Like, I'll give it to you, dude. You know what I mean?
0: You know, and unfortunately, that music still sells, though, man. Mumble it rap. does. So,
1: That's I know we're getting a little off topic, but today it's funny that you bring that up. So, Charlemagne the God was on this morning, and he was talking about how we've kind of moved. Like, you know how Drake had his era the Drake, the J. Cole, the Kendrick era, he says, we've kind of moved away from that. He said, now we're on the Little Baby era, the Young Thug era. That's what this music is about now, and it's sad, like, because they're absolute trash to me, and I don't care what, you know, you, you can write to the show or have your opinion. You could try to come on and defend them, and I'll probably still murder you. But, um, yeah, like, they're absolute trash to me, but he's right, though. We're in that, that whole... Little baby, you know what I'm saying, Young Thug, you know, these like bumble rapper cats. That's this is what hip hop is now, which is like very disappointing and it's very sad. And that's and that's one of the even more reasons I like Benny the Butcher and like the Conway the Machine and West Side Gun, because they they're the complete opposite of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like but I, whole... what I
0: was saying is though I I think there are some there is some good rap out. I I don't know I don't know if I'm ready to say rap has turned into mumble rap. There's still a lot of good rap albums coming out, especially like look at look at the segment you had on our show for example. Like every week you were giving our listeners some really cool new music to listen to. So I'm I haven't given up hope yet in the in the in you know the, in the, 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 the Yeah,
1: but I, I I understand what you're saying, but mm-hmm. I think overall, like, okay, right, that's that's our that's people that listen to us and that's people that we know. But if you were to like just take a you know question or survey from the the masses of like what most like I obviously look you know, people younger than us, yeah, they're probably gonna like that because that's their generation and those are people in their generation. But I think as a whole, like I mean listen, I don't listen to the radio a lot, but when you turn on that radio, this is what you're hearing. You're not hearing The Benny the Bush. You may hear that every once in a while, but you're not hearing that on a regular rotation. You're hearing Little Baby, Young Thug. You're hearing these mumble rappers. That's what you're hearing. You're hearing 21 Savage. The
0: radio has always been kind of it's been commercial for a long time like that. That's been the deal for a while. That's I mean, I don't even know people that still really even listen to the radio. You know, it's not really a thing anymore. Yeah, that's streaming. But no, you're right. If you put it on there, you're really just going to hear that type of stuff, which is unfortunate But like I said, I feel like there's a lot of good stuff still out there. But with that said, I do want to get to my most disappointing. It was actually a two-way tie for me. Okay. Okay. One dude you don't like, so you're not gonna be surprised on this one. Right. Kid Cuddy, Man on the Moon 3.
1: Yeah, not good at all. Yeah. I hate to say this.
0: I hate to say this, but I was talking to the homie, and he's, the homie B. Rice is so funny. And we agreed. what he said. We agreed. He's like, yeah, the album's not good, because he's, like, not on drugs. He's actually really good. (laughs) Yeah, he gets, like, super creative, and he just becomes a better writer when he's got more things going on in his life. And now he's clean. And, dude, I hated it. I like, like, two songs on there, and it's so disappointing. There's some songs that are legit awful on it. Like you can't even listen to it. Like it, it's bad.
1: Like I said, I was never a big cutty guy. I don't. I not didn't I really <laughs> understood the appeal. The whole. I mean, like I even I was like, okay, like I'm. I was trying, even trying to listen to him just as like an MC as a rapper, and I'm not hearing it. I'm not seeing it. I'm not feeling. It. I'm like, well, this dude is not good. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't understand the appeal. Like, I remember, like, you and Hermits were like, yeah. This oh, yeah, dude. Dope. And I'm just like, no. What, what are y'all listening He's to? He's got like, some dope
0: y'all... music. Like, if you listen to Passion, Pain, and Demon Slant, which is, uh, it came out, like, in 2016, that was one of my favorite albums that year. He's not for everybody. It's a different type of sound, but I've I've really gotten into his music. But I know me and you have always had different opinions on on Kid Yeah,
1: maybe you know what it is. I know I know like you're you. I, I one thing I'll admit about you, like you, you're more broader with your music and expand. I'm I'm more like the the dude I am and people that know me. Like I'm a I stick to what I know and what I like. Like I'll give a few new dudes a chance if, if I if I hear something that's dope. But I don't like, you know what I mean? I, I, You know, with Kid Cuddy, you always hear, oh, yeah, he's so creative. He's different. I'm not into the different shit. I'm just not. I'm into, like, <laughs> you real emceeing? Are you rapping? Are you good? Can you flow? I don't want to hear no different, like, what Kanye's been trying to do for the last 10 years. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to hear that. I'm not. I'm just being honest. Like, you know
0: what I mean?
1: To each his own, you know what I mean? But I don't want to hear different. Because when I listen, I grew up on rap. We all grew up on hip hop. Mm-hmm. It started from real, unseen, from a beat, people rapping, and you, you got the flow. Nobody wants to hear you mix rapping and singing and doing all this other stuff. I don't want to hear that. I just Drake
0: just, does like, that. Me. He mixes rapping and singing. It's worked out fine for him.
1: Who's that? Drake. But oh, okay. I'm glad you. But what do I always say about Drake though? And you, you know, I've always said this about him. Anytime he sings, I skip it. Those are the songs I don't like. Most of the songs when he sings, I don't like. The only ones I really like is when he's actually rapping. I've always told you that. I always say, like, oh, yeah, I skipped the ones when he's singing because I'm like, I'm not into him with that singing shit. I'm just not. I'm only into when he's rapping. But what I'm saying is I think
0: it's resonated well with people because a lot of Drake's albums feature a lot of singing, and people love it. People love it. So I think what it is is people are just trying to, you know, like, yes, it's good to have your craft, but it's also good to be, you know, to to uh, adapt to, like, what's going on now. And a lot of people feel like, hey, I got to kind of be in tune with what's going on in 2020. And the, and a lot of people may not like that because it kind of takes away from the sound that you're familiar to hearing, you know, from a lot of these artists that have been around for a while. But, um. I'm okay. I'm okay with guys trying to stitch it up. Just make sure it's good. And it and the Kid Cuddy wasn't good. So
1: Gotcha. Right. <laughs> and another I think I think I think to that point, what you're saying is that right. And that's why again, I'll go back to the Cole Griselda thing. They're the opposite of that. They're like, Yeah, F you, we're not doing what you know, we're not gonna change, we're not gonna be this 2020. We're gonna do real hip hop and shit we did in the nineties, and then just you're still gonna like it and you're still gonna think we're dope. And that's why I think I, I, I'm, I've, I've, you know, I think I've, I'm drawn to them so much. Is because and why I think that burden of proof is so important this year is because he, he Benny, kind of said like, yeah, okay, y'all want to be on this kid Cudi, Drake singing stuff? No, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm gonna give you real hip hop, and y'all gonna like it. And most people do like it. Most people are like, yo, yeah, this is the shit we miss. This is what we 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 grew up on. You know what I mean? And I think that's that's the takeaway I get. That's the, that's and that's why. I like I said, I'm drawn to to them so much because it's like they're going against like, yeah, we're not gonna do what you know everybody wants us to do or what everybody's doing now. We're gonna do what we know and what we're good at. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but you know, I think people switching it up is not really like a new thing. Like we I remember Outcast doing that a while ago. Like they they kind of switched up their sound. With like Stankonia sounded so much different than like A. T. or like a Quemini was very different. Um speaker box love below very different sounding album but it it still was good stuff um now i wasn't a fan of 808 heartbreaks with kanye's album but we do we know people that think that album's phenomenal
1: people love that album you know so um i also think though with kanye it's a little different people like kanye mm -hmm. and they like him so anything he puts out it's like okay i'm gonna like it because I know people that are Uber Kanye fans. They just like him. everything he comes so, out whatever, with. Yeah, yeah. What when he puts out, it can be garbage and they'll be like, "Oh, it's still dope." Like, oh, "That was that was brilliant. That was creative." <laughs> and it's like, "Get the fuck out of here, yo. Like that was not good. Like, nah, stop. Like, stop lying to yourself and stop lying to these people out here. He's not good. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's the shit's not good." And I hate when people do that. Like they try to because they like the artist, they justify, "Oh, that joint was dope." You know what I mean? Like that yeah, that's so fire. No, he's not good. Just be real. Like he's, it's not. Nah, it's trash. You yeah, I never I mean?
0: understood why people do that. Like I, I look at every album individually. I'm not gonna like an album because of who the artist is. Like you know me, if I don't like a Nas album, I don't like it. Like it has nothing to do with. Him being yeah, and like I've done the, the same rapper. with Common. Yeah. Like you know, what
1: I'm saying people act like I'm like, if it, the Common album is good, it's good. If I say like, yeah, it's okay, or it wasn't that great, like uh, I would not really been listening to it. I say like, yeah, it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I just I think people need to be real with themselves. Just because you're a fan of somebody doesn't mean that you have to justify or because anything they put out, you have to say, Oh, it's it's great, it's brilliant. No. If it's trash, it's trash. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I like a lot of artists, a lot of people I like, but I'm gonna keep it funky, I'm gonna keep it a hundred and be like, Yeah, no, if it's trash, it is trash. Just say it. You know what I mean? Don't try to justify or defend because oh, that's my favorite, that's my dude, or that's my girl. You know what I mean? No, it's trash.
0: <laughs> so, speaking of trash, oh, this that might be a little harsh for this other album that I just wanted mm-hmm. to quickly mention. Because I feel like you listened to it, but I didn't get your full review on it. I was really disappointed by Detroit 2, Big Sean's most recent. Album.
1: I was too, yeah. Because it doesn't have a lot of replays. It has like, none. I was, I, none. I, I, I tried to. Well, okay, the first time I listened to it, I was like, all right, let me listen to it again. Because <laughs> I didn't get the full. Because I like I like Big No, Sean, Big but Sean's dope. Yeah. And then I listen to it again. I'm like, yeah, I'm just not I I was I'm just not feeling. Uh, and it's just funny. It's not I can't really describe like you're right. It's like it's not one of those albums I say it's trash. It's just like, I don't know. I just don't like it. Yeah, it was. Just, yeah,
0: why I said maybe not trash, but it was it was definitely one of the more disappointing. albums. Yeah, it was just yeah. like,
1: I don't know what he was trying to go for there, because I mean, his last one before that was oh, I decided um, was. That
0: was probably yeah. My so I was like, okay, like yeah, that was one of my favorite you know, albums of 2017. And I
1: loved the him the, the joint with him and Janae. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, So it was, I was like, yeah. I was like, what is this? Like, yeah, no, nah, it wasn't a good album. No, nah, not at all.
0: Not at all. Very disappointing. Yeah. All right, cool, man. Let's go to the next one. Your favorite R&B album was
1: who? Tiana Taylor, the album. You know, I have not um, listened to that. Dude, and I told you, and Maya to listen to it. I'm like, dog. I don't know why you haven't like. It's dope. It's it's a, it's a great, like, it's her best album. You know what I mean? I think she's, she's had what, she's had like three or four albums or something, but this is definitely her best album by far. Well, the one um, that she
0: came out with, um, with Kanye, didn't people really like that one? That, that, that it,
1: album was- Yeah, they did. And I liked it too. And it's funny. I did like it because I hate Kanye for the last 10 years, but, um, yeah, that album was actually pretty good, but this, this album was actually better than that album to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously I don't know if you heard the controversy, uh, with this album, like, so, you know, she, well, she's apparently not going to do music anymore, because, you know, she wasn't nominated for a Grammy, uh, and a lot of people agreed with her, A lot it was a lot of things on Twitter, she got mad, because, you know, when the Grammy nominations came out uh for this year, or I guess, when, I guess whenever the award show was next year, uh, her album wasn't nominated, and one of the controversies was also, it was a lot of, there wasn't a lot of women in that R&B, it was mostly men, Um and some of the ones they had in there, I think, I mean, were pretty good, like, they had John Legend, like the John Legend album I actually did like, which is really good. Um, but um, the Teyana Taylor album, yeah, I don't know how you don't, you know, that's, that's to me, that was the best R&B CD of the year. I don't know how that that didn't even get nominated for Grammy. Um, Cause she just gives you, I mean, if you just listen to her from top to bottom and she gives you everything in that album, like, uh, man, man, I, I was just, I was disappointed. And I'm not, you know, big on that Grammys or the, award stuff anyway, but it was just like really like come on. Like this is that's a joke. Like she's not even nominated. <laughs> like um yeah man now, her album was dope, man. That was that was my favorite R and B album. It was between her and, and Janae Eichel. Obviously you know I love Janae. Um it was between, you know, those were probably my two favorite uh R and B albums. But I, I I would take the Tayana Taylor album slightly over it. But um yeah man that was my favorite R and B album of the of the year.
0: Yeah, I'm disappointed in myself that I have not listened to that album.
1: Yes, you and I both need to listen to it. Like it's it's dope, man. Like she's yeah, she's dope, man. I like her because she's just she can. She, I feel like she's an underrated singer. Um, she can kind of do like any song too, like whether it's a ballad, you know, uh, whether it's like kind of hip hop and R and B or just straight, you know, R and B. Like I feel like she can do it all and. Yeah, man, like I said, I was disappointed, man, that she's just not getting the props that she deserves, but, you know, to each his own, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, you and need definitely need to get on that. we
0: Will do. we Will do. So my favorite is a very, uh, is not a very known album. It's by an artist who I actually, actually think is very underrated. I'm not sure if you ever listen to Leon Bridges. But yes, I've heard of him. Yeah, Leon yeah, Bridges is a really talented dude, but he came out with an album called Texas Sun, and it features... Um, a group that I, I, last time you were here, I played the record for you. You were really digging it. A, a group called Crangbin, uh, and remember you, uh, you heard the album, and you were saying that, oh wow, this is Jay Electronica's song. Like oh yeah, they use the, they use that same beat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, so yeah. they came
0: out with an album with Leon Bridges. It's it's more of an EP, so it's a little short, but okay. Yeah, Texas Sun by Leon Bridges. Phenomenal. Sorry, I gotta check that out. Yeah. I've,
1: I've never heard it, so I gotta check yeah, that out. Yeah,
0: really good stuff, man.
1: Oh, speaking of another dope mm-hmm. album of the year, I'm glad you brought that. J Electronica's was definitely on, oh, on yeah, there, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a good album. Yeah, Sorry. definitely one of the best of 2020 was J Electronica. Yeah, I mean, with hip-hop, I had a lot, it was a lot on there. Like, I'm like, yeah, I like the Logic. I like the Jay Electronica. I even like that boy, you know. As I've grown to love him, you know. Uh, uh, shout out to the boy Nick uh, Ross. You know what I mean? I even like Ross. I liked album. Ross's stuff for quite a few years. Man. Yeah, man, Ross's album was dope. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, yeah, man, it was definitely a you know it was a lot of good hip hop. Um, you know, this year I was, I was uh, definitely but... a little
0: disappointed by King's Disease, though. A little disappointed by that one by Nas's. It was okay. It was, you know what? It was it was oh, it was just okay and that's not good enough. Yeah, it? I was going to say it wasn't. No, bad. It was, it was I was I think it was
1: actually you. I yeah. I think it was I. Yeah, right. If you want to say okay, I think it was a little better than okay. Like I was some joints I, I really liked. I mean, the songs
0: that bang definitely bang.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I thought it was all right. You know, that's just me. Um yes, I agree with you. It probably wasn't better than I know it was a mixtape, but it wasn't better than Lost Tapes 2. You know what I mean?
0: No, that came out last year, right? Lost tapes 2?
1: Yeah, I think it came out in nineteen. Yeah, it
0: did. It did. Okay.
1: okay. Yeah, so it wasn't better than that, but I thought it wasn't. Ba- it wasn't a bad album.
0: Yeah, I was. I was disappointed by. It. Definitely wasn't a bad album, but I was definitely a little disappointed. So, speaking of that, what would you say is your most disappointing RBL? This one was kind of tough for me.
1: So, I know you guys don't really listen to them. I'm probably the only one that listens to her, <laughs> and I, I think I've, I've I've asked you to listen to her, a couple of her songs. You're yeah, like, okay, but and then I know obviously she's kind of commercial but I was really disappointed with the new Ariana Grande cuz I've liked her last two albums like I loved Sweetener um I loved um you know uh la I forgot what the I'm again having to see a semi moment blanking on the last album that she just had that had the you know after after Sweetener but I liked that album too but this one was uh, her new this new joint's is called Positions it, it just came out like a month ago or like a few weeks ago but yeah, it was a lot of joints. I just wasn't feeling on that. It, I, it's almost like she went away from her last two albums. Because I for her last two albums, well, production wise, her last two albums were great because they were produced mostly by Pharrell. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the joints like she was doing, Pharrell was producing a lot. So I was like, yeah, you know, obviously, you know, Pharrell one of the best producers, you know, out there. But I don't think she had a lot of Pharrell on here, and just the songs, her, I don't know. I just wasn't really feeling a lot of the songs and what she was talking about. So Sweetener,
0: um, you did like.
1: I did and like, like thank I like you. Tunes. Thank you.
0: Next. you like that as well? Thank
1: you. Next was great. Yes. That's the one after Sweetie. Yeah. So those two were dope. Like, like if you ever listen to them, I, I think, I think I've asked you like, you know, you should listen to them. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're good. Like, I think, you know, you, I'm not saying you'll like every track, but I think you'll like a lot of tracks. Like, Oh yeah, this is pretty dope. Like, but yeah, this, this new one positions. Yeah. I I wasn't feeling it at all. Like I, I tried to, it was the same thing kind of like with the, um, Big Sean, like I tried to listen to it twice. <laughs> we try to
0: force ourselves to.
1: Yeah, like give it another spin. I'm like, all right, let me give it another spin, and then I'm just listening to. So I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm not feeling this. So, yeah, man, yeah, I thought that was probably the most disappointing R&B album of the year was because just because her last two were so good, and I'm like, how do you go from that to this? You know, and she's young. I mean, obviously, look, she's already had a lot of albums, and she's young still. But yeah, I just thought it would be a lot better than it was, especially like I feel like you know. We're in quarantine and you're, you know, obviously you're not doing a lot of shows and stuff. So you have a lot of time to be, think about stuff and be creative. It's like, you don't have to rush an album. You know what I mean? I just thought that, you know, this time a lot of people would be giving it their best because you're at home or you're, you know, you're not doing what you normally do. So you can be pretty creative with your thoughts. But, um yeah it was just very disappointing i was yeah i was just like oh wow this is not good so yeah (laughs) okay so So,
0: my most disappointing once again you're not going to be that surprised because you haven't really been big on her stuff for a while (laughs) (laughs) so i'm not going to say that i had high expectations but you know i i just loved her first album her first like two three albums Okay. Um Alicia Keys' album Alicia. Alicia. Uh, I've been done with her since like the second album. I
1: know, I know. <laughs> I've been <laughs> done, but like after the after the first two, I was done. I'm like, yeah, I'm good.
0: Yeah, it's just like uh what has happened? Why is her sad like
1: you know what? I'm gonna use a line that you always tell me when you text me sometimes <laughs> and I love it. I always I'm always dying laughing. <laughs> I don't think she cares anymore. <laughs> I really don't think she cares, dude. Like, I think. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna be 100 with you. I think certain, and this is this goes for even athletes. I think athletes and musicians are the most. They get to a point where they've done so much and a lot of you know a lot of great things, and I think they just get to a point where it's like, okay, I don't have anything to prove anymore. Like, I really don't care what the the critics think or my fans think because I've given you my best. I've given you my all. So that's how they look at it like well so why should I really care she's also yeah she's
0: also gotten into this thing where a lot of her songs are very repetitive so like the song Girl on Fire which I hated she said girl (laughs) this girl's on fire probably 80 times in that song and on this new album she has a song Underdog which is not a good song she says it over (laughs) and over and over this goes out to the underdogs this goes out. it's just like the writing it just isn't really there I just don't and like the, the, the production's very inconsistent. Um, I this might be blasphemous. I don't know how you're gonna take this. I've always thought Swiss Beats has been slightly overrated. I don't get why people think he's like,
1: oh, uh, I don't know about I that much. Like I said, I, slightly. I'm not saying he's, yeah, I'm not, I can't agree with you on that. I don't think he's overrated. I actually think he's pretty good and pretty like uh, i mean yeah, up there in terms nah, of-
0: i i think so- he's good but nah he, i'm not putting him up there as a top he's not a top 10
1: producer to me personally he de- ooh i don't know not to, like i said I personally to me yeah i don't know yeah, yeah i i'm he's definitely in my top 10 um yeah, obviously he's he's no top five dude or whatever. I mean, he's probably not even outside the top five, but yeah. he's definitely yeah. a top ten dude. I can't I can't agree with you on that. Yeah, that's like but, I said, that's
0: me personally. I'm not saying he's not
1: good. I just I, I think he's slightly okay. Yeah, but like like I said, I'm just going back to but you know, I just think again, with certain artists and athletes, it just gets to a point I think in their careers where they're giving you their best. And sometimes they give you their best early, and that's okay. You know what I mean? Some people give you their best early and then later on in, in their career they're just not they don't have it anymore they just are not either that good or they're not inspired or they're just kind of like mm, i really don't like you said they like you always text me and say they just don't care See, anymore. The reason, they don't. the
0: reason i struggle with that correlation is because with athletes that's just father time like your body won't allow you to do those things anymore are you saying that that applies to music like you like you know like a lot of people don't necessarily lose their voice like your
1: voice is still there it's just your writing is gone like what what happens i think i think what it is with the music correlation is because right i i understand what you're saying right with athletes right it's it's more right they're getting older mm. and right it, it it's not a lot they can do about that you're right that's just father of time that's just nature or whatever i get that but i think with with music some people lose their inspiration that that's or they lose or they lose the sense of like they just don't want to do it anymore like you understand too like we look at when we're listening to music we're listening to it from a fan standpoint and how it makes us feel for them yes they listen to that too but it's also a business for them and I think sometimes the business side of the music business is like the worst just like with sports that business kind of takes the passion and the love out of it and I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I've given you my best. I've given you my all. Yeah. And if that's not good enough, oh, well. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, it, it's, I feel like it's hard in music to have the good longevity and every album is banging because every album is not good. Like, even our favorite or some of the guys we think are the GOATs or the best of music give you bad albums. And they, they can't give you a, a banger every every time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And... That's just that's just the reality, and I think with some artists they're just like, all right, I've given you my best i have given you what i get i've i I can give you whether whether it's you know out of ten albums they are giving you five whether out of you know whatever the the number is they've like well i've given you I've shown you i what I can do what what my talent is what i've you know what I've done, and they just as they get older or they get to a point where all right I'm not trying to put out twenty albums or whatever like they're just like yeah I, like I'm If I do an album, if you like it, cool. If you don't, oh, well. I think that's how some people look at music. You know what I mean? I
0: got you. Yeah. So with that said, let's go back to favorites. Your favorite sports moment. I'm curious because you don't really have a, a tie to a particular well, there's the Cowboys, but they've had a rough season. So outside of that, <laughs> yeah, was
1: even though they can still make the playoffs somehow this this weekend. <laughs> a very, very
0: different year in sports, man. But whether it was a particular yeah, game, man. a particular play, what was your favorite? Sports so,
1: game? so obviously, people that know me, you know, uh, Lo, I love Mello. Um, I I would say my now I know this is a sports moment, but I would say with him, it's been most so the bubble Mello. Uh, okay, what he did, what he did in that bubble. Shut a lot. I, I, I was loving to watch Twitter when he was making like some really clutch shots and big shots. Whether it was like, you know, to get them in the playoffs or in the playoffs when they play I know they only won one game against the Lakers, but that one game they won, he hit. I think the biggest shot down the stretch, and I think he averaged something like seventeen points a game, almost shot like fifty percent, almost like ten rebounds a game, and it was just it was just really good, and it felt really good to see people on Twitter who were mellow bashers or people that didn't like him, give him all his props. Like, yeah, this is the same guy that was, you know, the Rockets pretty much just did away with us after 10 games. And people were, were saying, oh, yeah, he deserves to be out of the league. He can't play anymore. And he just came, you know, in the bubble and was just schooling cats and just, like, you know, doing cats. It's like, yeah, this is the same guy y'all said couldn't play anymore. Yeah, the same guy that was like, oh, you yeah, should be out of the league. He was better than half in, in the bubble. He proved he was better than half the dudes in the league. Yeah, me, I mean, with the exception of like, I don't understand
0: why people don't like him though. I've never understood the mellow hate.
1: I don't understand it either, dude. Like, I, is I he never, a bad I've dude?
0: Never... If he doesn't off the court, he hasn't done anything.
1: Exactly, but I, I, I've, I, the, and that's the same thing. I've never understood the hate, but it was just very gratifying. Great, great to see on Twitter these people that were haters of him acknowledge. Like, damn, I was wrong. Like. Yeah, I thought this dude was done, yeah. and he just came and just balled yeah. out again. I I know they lost to the Lakers in the first round; they only won one game, and obviously it wasn't his fault. I mean, I was, I remember I think Dame, Dame got hurt in the series. I remember he I think he yeah he ended up getting hurt. So when when I mean he was the best player on the team. Once he got hurt, it was pretty much a wrap. I mean Melo can only do what he does, but yeah, I just I just loved to I was just loving that kind of two weeks to a month frame time frame of when you know the whole NBA when they came back for you know to finish the season and into the playoffs and people were just like oh man Melo could still play like wow like this is awesome like dude I, I don't know why everybody was shocked like i've been said like yeah the, the Houston rock first of all the whole Houston Rockets situation was because of Dan Tony obviously him and Dan Tony did not get along in New York i never thought it was going to work in Houston when he went to Houston i'm just like okay it's only a matter of time before him and D'Antoni butt heads. They did in New York. So D'Antoni really didn't want him on the team in the first place. So I thought when that happened, it was really had nothing to do with how he played. It was more like, yeah, him and D'Antoni don't get along. And I never thought that was going to work. When he went to Portland and they got a you know fresh team, fresh start, they gave him a chance. He showed what he can do. He showed he can still be that clutch guy. He can still hit the mid-range jumper. He can still score over 20, sometimes even 30 points, like – I wasn't surprised at that, but I, like I said, I just loved to see all the haters come and say, "Oh, yeah, we were wrong." So that was probably my best sports moment, you know, of the year.
0: Okay, it, mine is um, is more of a city thing. So the city of Los Angeles, man, because because LA had such a, a, a rough year. The, 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 the year started rough with with Kobe passing away. You know, arguably the the. I think the greatest athletes ever come out of LA, you know, or to play in LA, you know, so the year started off so rough. So it was great, really great seeing the the, the Lakers win a title and then seeing the Dodgers win one too. I mean, especially the Dodgers, man, they hadn't won a title in, you know, 30 something years. So um, I would say just LA being on top of the sports world um, was, was my favorite sports moment for sure.
1: It's, oh yeah. no, doubt. You know, and I, you know I've always been a quiet. Oh Dodger, yeah, you've always, you know, liked Yankee, the you've
0: always liked the Dodgers. Yeah,
1: because I just felt like they was always close to getting there, or they got there. And it's like damn, they always had like heartbreak or they lose. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it also proved, and one thing I was happy why y'all won the World Series is that I think it proved how valuable, how good Mookie Betts is. Um, oh yeah, he's awesome. I think people I knew know. that
0: before though.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hell the Red Sox were thinking to trade him away or give him pretty much give him away. You know, do do you know, do away with him? I, I don't know what the thinking was there, but yeah, it just kind of proved like, yeah, well, I this dude went to LA after he won a world series with you guys and then won a world series with them. I think it just goes to show that the dude might be the best player in the league, you know what I mean? And you just gave him away, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I think that's that's another reason I was kind of happy that they won it too, you know what I mean? To kind of just show, show the city of Boston and the Boston Red Sox, who I hate anyway. <laughs> to like, yeah, look, 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 look what I did. I you know what like I mean?
0: also like that. who so. uh, <laughs> so I hate anyway. Um, <laughs> and I like that it was it, it was Dave Roberts who was able to get the Dodgers that title because he's taken a lot of criticism over the years from making some Right, right, seasons. right. Clayton Kershaw finally performed on, on the big stage and played mm-hmm. well. So it was just a they really, um, you know, killed a lot of those demons, which was awesome to see. So.
1: Yeah, because I remember even during the playoffs, you kept saying, like, yeah, if, he, if Roberts can't get it done. That might be yeah, lit. Even, yeah, yeah be you it. like, they have to get rid of him. And I was like, yo, damn. So, you know, but, yeah, he, you know, he came through. You know, they came through. So, you know, he saved his job. And, Yeah. Saved his legacy. Yeah, and I'm
0: I'm not sure if I particularly – said. I just felt like the pressure was definitely on for him to win this year.
1: Yeah, and I'm not saying you were bashing Mm -hmm. him. You were just saying, like, look, if he can't get it done this year, I don't know. They may have to, you know, look somewhere else.
0: Yeah, for sure. So So our favorite – our last one, uh, last favorite thing is more of a personal one. What would you say Mm -hmm. was your favorite personal purchase
1: this year? Come on, dog. I don't even know why you asked this question. Well, I don't know. You have, do you... Is it
0: shoes? Because you get a lot of shoes, which I don't know which one it was.
1: Exactly. So and 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 the shoe that I'm gonna name, obviously it, it, they are Jordan's. Um, I have to give you and B Rice props because you kind of inspired me to buy them. I, I remember I gave you guys like a list of shoes <laughs> I was thinking of getting at the end of the year, and you guys both picked this shoe. So my favorite personal purchase was the Air Jordan 4 Fire Reds, the ones I actually wore on Christmas Day. So, shout out to you and B. Rice for inspiring me to, to go and get them. And I actually got them at a good retail price. They weren't expensive, really, at all. I pretty much paid retail for them, you know what I mean? Those are nice um, shoes. Yeah, so that's probably my my personal favorite purchase of the year. I kind of know what yours is going to be, but <laughs> I, I'll let you go ahead and say it. Well, I mean, it's well. kind of obvious. <laughs>
0: Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So yes, it's probably a pretty easy answer. It, yes. Yeah, it is. But there is a close second. But the yes, the PS five. But the PS five is about the journey. It's about <laughs> it's about all that it took to conceive the PS five. It's all the L's that were taken by Walmart and Target and Best Buy and GameStop. All of
1: the, you know, the, I don't know. I think I think more cats take L's on that sneaker rat.
0: I mean, I don't, here's the thing about this. See, I know people that have PS5s. I don't, I actually don't personally know anyone that's gotten a shoe off the sneaker app. And I know sneaker <laughs> right, heads, right. you, B. Rice, Allen, Brandon. Cole, like, I don't, like, I'm assuming they've all taken L's too.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know about B. Rice. I know Brandon and Allen for sure. I don't know about B. Rice. I mean, but yeah, I, I personally have not gotten, I've, I've always taken L's from the sneaker app
0: it doesn't make any sense i I mean real i didn't think they've like three <laughs> pairs of shoes like and, and like with like a million people trying to get the shoes
1: yeah you're probably right i think they only have like yeah i think it's like two per pair two per size or something it doesn't make any sense Like, you
0: have no shot of getting this it's like winning the lottery
1: right right yeah but okay so let's let's now i am happy for you that you got your ps5 i was Happy and I can't wait to come through the next month or so and play it. But I will say this about the PS Five and I know we've had these arguments that okay, so <laughs> with the PS Five, which I don't understand, and maybe I'm, maybe because I'm not a gamer. Everything you say it
0: applies to getting sneakers, and it it'll apply. Just watch, watch this. Go.
1: No, no, no. Because in six months, oh hold on, hold on. <laughs> in six months or in three months from now, not even six months, in three months from now, I'll be able to walk into Walmart possibly, or possibly. GameStop. Or um Target, and just be like, "Hi, I like to have a PS5. Cool, here you go." And I pay my money. Now, the the difference between the PS5 and the Jordans are so. I just said I got the Air Jordan Four Fire Red. So you probably, unless you're gonna pay resale and you're gonna pay, you know, over three hundred dollars for them, they probably won't come out again for another five to seven years. That's not mostly how the, you know Jordans work. Like especially the OG, the 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 retros. Like, you normally know, don't get them. You know, once they come out, you'll have to wait five to seven years. Now you can get them, but you you'll be paying more. Like you'll pay resale. So for instance, like I think the, those went for like two twenty. So you'll end up paying. You know, if you want them, you know, before they come out again, you'll end up paying three hundred, maybe even four hundred dollars for them. You know what I mean? Um, Because you know they, they're resale. But I just think with a PS five, I just understand. Okay. So, Coral would send me pictures of, like, the madness that was going on with the PS5, <laughs> like you said, the whole journey of cats, like, taking air mattresses and sleeping outside of GameStop. For, and, uh,
0: for stores that um, have, like, three of them.
1: That's it. Exactly. And then Ellie, when she when my wife went to Walmart, and she thought the line was to get in just to Walmart, and then she went back again to realize that it was for PS5s. And she's like, well, most of these people in line are not going to get them, because like you said, it's only three of them. And I think some of them you have to pre-order anyway. I don't understand that. it Why can't you just like okay? I understand the people that want to get it, get it new, cool. But then the people that don't get it, why can't you just wait the few months to get it when you could just walk in and get it? Well,
0: well, what? Maybe well, you can one, help
1: because them people aren't patient. I think that's fair to say.
0: Okay, people want stuff now. It's a now <laughs> that that's just how people are. They want it right now. Two. I guess they're thinking there's not a guarantee it'll be in the store in a few months only because of the pandemic and how, you know, is it going to get worse or but yeah, people just aren't patient. People want stuff right now. That's really just what it is.
1: <laughs> no, I understand that. And I, and I get that because I, I mean, I, like, right. For instance, the Jordans, obviously everybody wants them when they come out. And the thing is with the Jordans, you can get them. I mean, that, it's not like they're like unattainable, Again, it's just that what are you what are you willing to pay that price for? Now, I just think with the PS Five, the price is what it what it is. Like, I mean, like you're gonna pay, and sometimes even as it goes down, you know, as I know it's not gonna go down within a year, but like as the years go on, because there probably won't be another system for another no, five, me, know, seven years, eight,
0: seven, eight years, yeah,
1: right. So in another year or two, you might even be able to get it cheaper, and I still have the newest system. It's not like I'm like, oh yeah, I'm behind everybody's like okay i have the same system as you you just end up getting it like when it first came out and i can get it now at a better price and probably working all the kinks out because i always hear with electronics when you first get them you know sometimes they're not the best because you're kind of you you guys are the ones that are kind yeah. of trying it right. out and then they make them better so i don't get that part of it it's like okay well just me my thinking my logical thinking would be okay i'll just wait it's not that big of a deal to me because i know i can get it later with Jordans, like I said, you really you really do have to wait because unless again, unless you're willing to pay more, and some people are, have real sneakerheads, they'll pay, you know, two hundred dollars more or whatever, you know, however much more. You can get them, but some a lot of people aren't willing to do that. They're like, Well, I'm not gonna pay three hundred, four hundred dollars for a shoe that was, you know, at retail for two hundred or two twenty. So they're not willing to do that. And they're like, I'll just wait, you know, five, seven years. So that's why I think there's a difference between shoes and a in a system is that the system to me is more attainable after a certain amount of time, <laughs> you know, like you can, you can get it. Like I can go get a PlayStation five. I am almost guaranteed. I can go get a PlayStation Five survive next year. Oh, yeah. And, and you're on the same for level. Sure. Like, Oh, okay, you know what I mean? I can get all the games you have. And I'm like, yeah, I got one just like you. I just didn't have to go in. I'd have to sleep outside. I just went to the store. Oh, and said, "Can I get a really PS5 had, like, and mattresses out there. Dog, I mean, some of those pictures you were sending me, I was like, "This is ridiculous! This is absolutely insane! What's going on?" It was just ridiculous, oh dog. Just abs-
0: yeah, so for me, yeah. So here is the thing: because it's not like the PS Five even has a lot of games out; it's new, and a lot of the game, like for the next, thank I am glad
1: yeah, you brought so that up. for the up next as well. couple
0: of years, the, all the games that come out on PS Five are also going to be on PS Four. So it's not like there is exclusive games to the PS Five. So you like have to get one you know um for me it was just about how good it felt to be like wow this is a very very sought after item and i was able to get it and like the struggle and the right. battle and like the tears and like the blood that went into it you know okay
1: okay i don't know what blood you about. i can understand the tears i understand things, the tears <laughs> i don't know about yeah I, I don't know about the blood part but
0: yeah i, I had to fight yeah I like i said maybe look maybe i don't understand cuz
1: cuz i'm not a, i'm not a gamer and, and, and i i guess i have to always say that to myself that look i'm not a gamer i'm not into video games like i used to be when i was younger so maybe i don't understand like somebody no, it's not like about you being or her
0: it's about wanting something you ha- you have to see i don't i'm not a sneakerhead i would never stand in line or pay more than like 200 bucks for a pair of shoes but that but that's okay that's just me you do it and that's your thing right. you're not a video game guy see i would pay Five hundred bucks for a system that I'm gonna have for the next seven years, you know. So yeah, to each his own. It's 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 all good. Like, I, I, you know me. There's a lot of sneakers. I will show you. Like, ooh, these are really dope. Like, I would consider getting these. But like, we talked about the sneaker app. It's impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> to get Like that's so. It's just as frustrating. Just as frustrating.
1: It is. It Remember is, back yeah. in the day
0: it when it was just about having money. Like, oh yeah, I got money. I can get it. Now you have to have money and you need like luck. You need both. <laughs> <laughs> kids <laughs> pay for stuff now you're like oh yeah well i got the money but i i still can't get it so it's definitely frustrating <laughs> yes, but, Yeah. So yeah i'm excited yeah. for you to come through man i'm excited for you to come through and experience it along uh along with me but yes that that is my 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 favorite purchase of the year i also bought yeah that yes was easy i also one. bought a, uh, a portable speaker which i highly recommend it's it's by the brand marshall i got it from target but you know, I, I, have a, I, you know, I have a record player, shout out to Maya, I got a record player, and I can connect the right okay. to my record player, I can connect it to my phone for Bluetooth, and it's just a phenomenal speaker, man. So that was another thing that I really, I really liked, splurged on a little bit. So yeah, yes, huh? yeah, man, but that was our, our year in review. Thought, uh I thought we touched on some really good things, man. Hopefully we got people on some stuff and they'll go check them out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, obviously everybody's into different things. So whatever your vice is, I'm sure, you know, you have your own personal purchases that are near and dear mm-hmm. to you. Um, obviously I'm sure you guys, whether it's TV shows or movies you watch, I'm sure you guys have watched a ton of them, Like everybody else didn't have your own personal favorites. And then same thing with, you know, with the music, I mean, you know, uh, I'm sure everybody has other albums mm-hmm. they listen to that they thought were pretty good and, some that were awful yeah yeah uh, you know
0: uh, we you know on our our ig posts we will you know throw some some polls out there if you call it that you know say hey what were your favorite albums of the year you guys comment i want to i want to see what maybe we missed on some stuff because a lot of our listeners put us on i would love exactly what we possibly missed but yeah d so that was fun you know next episode we'll talk some nfl playoffs you know yo will your team be in the playoffs stay tuned. We will find out. I would love I would love for us to be able to talk Cowboys playoffs in the next podcast. Yeah, I have no comment right now
1: because <laughs> I have no idea. The division is so terrible. I have no idea what's going to happen you know, Sunday. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked with anything that happens, whether it's us missing it, us winning it, the Giants getting in, the Redskins getting in. Obviously, the Eagles are out. They've wow. been awful what, that, um, wow, all year. man. Yeah. And you're in the Philly area. And I, I would love to hear like, oh. when we go when we go off air. I would love to hear what the I, radio I'm is actually, saying. He's, he I'm really me. sad yeah.
0: about something. So I was in the car with Maya okay. the other day and this dude was going on this epic rant. So I said to her, I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, I got to record this. Like I wanted to record it on my phone to send it to you. but By the time I was able to do that. The rant was over. Like the guy was just like, and, the, and stupid Winst, he can't throw there. No, he was fired, <laughs> Fire, Lori. So I'm like, how you going to fire the owner? you going to fire the owner? <laughs> Dude, he was going
1: bizarre. Like he was going nuts. Yeah, Philly, if you guys have not heard Philly sports radio, oh, yeah, it's WIP. Some of the best. And I'm not even a Philly fan, I'm not from there, but I think anybody who's from Philly can tell you, like, it's some of the best. Oh, sports talk! WIP hear radio. In your life. WIP
0: radio. You can listen to it from anywhere. But WIP Philly. Um, Walter. Um, that's an I word. Uh, Walter N. Paul. I'm just trying to get you the, the phonetically. So WI, WIP oh, okay. gotcha. Um, it's it's so entertaining, man. <laughs> it's, it gets so mad. And here's the thing: like people say, this is one of the worst divisions of all time. They were the worst team in the worst division ever. Which
1: is yeah, that's not good. This is
0: crazy. You know what's sad before we go is that we could have an 11 and five team in the AFC not make the playoffs and we can have a six and 10 team out of the East
1: make the playoffs. No, I don't think the six and 10 is going to be possible because I think whoever wins it is going to be seven and nine. Right.
0: No. So check this out. Before, Like I said, before we go, if you look at the standings right now, okay.
1: So. Okay, because so if the Giants win, the, the Giants are five us. and ten. Uh, five and ten. Oh, they are five <laughs> and ten. So, right, if the Giants win and then the Redskins lose, right? Because they have the tiebreaker. Oh, so right. You, because oh the Cowboys God. play
0: the uh, the Giants. Giant. So you got, the Giants are five and ten, and you guys are six and nine. So let's say the Giants win. That means you both finish six and ten. And then Washington plays Philly. Let's say Philly wins. Washington also will finish six and ten. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Six and ten. Making the play. Dude, that, let's hope that doesn't happen. At least we, I mean, the winner is going to be seven and nine, which is not good either, but we've seen that before, at least.
1: Yeah. yeah we the Cowboys have three yeah. in a row. Ooh, man. I don't
0: know. They're looking all right. They're looking all right, man.
1: Yeah, well, th- th- listen, <laughs> whoever wins the East, it's just really, it- it's just like a four con conclusion that you're going to get absolutely destroyed in the wild card. Because you're probably going to have to play Tampa Bay. I know, I'm I sorry, like Tampa, Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're probably going to have to play Tampa Bay. Well, you may and... have to play, like, New Orleans because
0: yeah. they'll be the two seed. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You'll be the four. The, they'll be the four. Yep. No, no, right. no, 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 no. Right, right. Cause oh, we, yeah, we, that, yeah. Imagine it, if Brady it, 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 gets to play the winner of the NFC East. Oh, dog. that is beautiful.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's And it, they're going to get de- Whoever it is is going to get destroyed. <laughs> like They'll get annihilated. I mean, dude. Okay, everybody keeps saying how Tom Brady's having his. No, he's season. not. I at his That's numbers. His the other day. I didn't realize, dude. He has thirty-six touchdowns and eleven picks. He's 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 thirty-six and he has touchdowns. To
0: 4, yards.
1: Yeah. What are people t-
0: like? Okay, I, we we've had yeah, our boy to call, Nick Now on, We gotta call dude. Nick out because.
1: He yeah, still it's like, come on, that, dude. What are you? Yeah, what he, are you just talking to be about? Like, nah, that be Tom wrong, Brady man. is done. Thirty-six and eleven is nowhere near done. Thirty-six and eleven is a lot of years. That's that's like MVP. Also, you're like you're yeah, the best. Also, in where league. are
0: all of the Brady is a system quarterback people at? Oh, he's only good under Belichick. Where are those people at?
1: Yeah, well, you can't say yeah, that. The dude has thirty-six touchdowns and eleven. And if, if, if Belichick
0: is all about system, why was Cam so bad in that system?
1: Exactly, and and it's almost a guarantee he's going to the divisional round because, like I said, whoever comes out of the East is going to get annihilated. <laughs> I don't care if it's the Redskins. The Giants or the Cowboys, they're gonna get absolutely you mean destroyed. The Washington
0: football team. Like,
1: <laughs> I'm, I sorry, think I said Washington, I'm sorry, yeah, the Washington too, football all, okay. team. Yeah, it's like, dude, they're gonna they're gonna get annihilated. Like, don't get me wrong. Will I be happy if the Cowboys get in somehow? Like, of yeah, because just uh, how how the whole season is going and with Dak going down, I would be like, wow, they actually made the playoffs. But, dude, I would have no. It's like zero chance or zero confidence I would have going into next weekend that they're gonna have any chance of beating. Uh, Tampa. Yeah, no shot. It, none. I have no confidence. No. Yeah, zero, not... zero. It'd be one of the biggest upsets in sports history. He if said if sports any of them history. beat him, especially if they finish six. Yeah, and they, ten. they. Yeah, and, and one of them yeah. beats them and beats beats Tampa, who was probably going to finish eleven and five. I mean, be right. Dude, yeah, it's be right. not gonna happen. But yeah, I'm excited not to talk
0: happy. playoffs next week, man. So we will do that. We will do no that. doubt. All right, that's another episode of A Brothers Got Next. We will do it again next week. Peace.